0: for sharing and so is a great story welcome to the kiwi foodcast the show where we sit down with chefs food businesses food writers and more to share the stories behind the food they serve I'm your host person Patel and this show is brought to you by podcasts New Zealand let's dig in everyone welcome everyone so today on the show we have Katie of the cookie dough collective Um, someone who dishes out absolutely delicious cookie dough so you can of course use it to make cookies but the best part is that you can actually eat the dough just by itself so without further ado let's begin hi Katie thank you for joining us hi how are you today I'm doing well thank you for coming onto the show and sharing all your cookie love with us
1: (laughs) absolute pleasure I'm really excited about it thanks for having me
0: Cool. So, Katie, let's start. Can you tell me a little bit about your background? Like, can you share some
1: of your earliest food memories with us? Yeah, definitely. Uh, So, as your listeners can probably tell, um, I'm not from New Zealand originally. So, um, Mm -hmm. I I reside from Canada. I've been here for uh, about five years. Um, So, most of my my food memories um, relate to uh, large family gatherings. Uh, My parents um, are both second generation Canadians. So. Uh, my grandparents are European, European so we've got lots of interesting family traditions um, that might not be so common over in New Zealand. Um, I remember my my mom and, and aunties in the kitchen making pierogies um, you know long uh, dinners with with grandma and grandpa over cold cuts and cheeses and things like that um, and and particularly my my grandmother who was um, and, and still is an avid baker so um, we used to bake uh, buns and bread and, and cookies and all kinds of treats together. so oh, awesome. Um, yeah, so so I, I think um, probably similar to a lot of your listeners and yourself, um, food you know has a brings a really warm feeling um, to me and and brings back a lot of really positive and, and you know, warm fuzzy feelings. Yeah, so what part of Canada are you from? Just curious. Uh, so I'm from Victoria, which is on the west coast of British Columbia. So a lot of similarities in the landscape um, in in B.C. And, and over in New Zealand, which is nice. It feels like home. Yeah. And and so what brought you to New Zealand? How did you come to call New Zealand home? Uh, so I I first came to New Zealand in 2012 on a working holiday. So I came just to do a bit of exploring, um, did uh, some working up in the Bay of Islands in, in retail and, and just had a fantastic time, just fell in love with the country. Um, and... I I happened to meet my my now fiance uh, overseas in, in Panama about 6 years ago. So yeah, um, that's random. after <laughs> we yeah, it's it's very random but um I, you know we made a uh, instant connection uh based on you know our our mutual love of new zealand uh, and uh then uh about 6 months later I ended up back here and and now I've been here for for 5 and a bit years so it's oh, been an interesting cool. adventure but uh I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, especially now.
0: Yeah, definitely. Cool. So, tell me a little bit about how did you stumble on the idea of making cookie dough, like of all the things to do in a food <laughs> business.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a, a unique idea and concept, uh, and and maybe more unique to New Zealand than elsewhere. So I. Again, uh, you know, thinking back to my childhood, have some really fond memories. Um, me and my sister, being you know, sneaky little little kids, and and stealing the the cookie dough um, as mom's trying to bake it. And I I thought, um, you know, after I had on multiple occasions whipped cookie dough up for myself just as a, a little treat um, in the evenings, I thought <laughs> if, if it's something that I love, um, you know, there must be other people out there who have a similar sweet tooth. And um, And so I started mucking around with um, some different recipes. Um, We have uh, a a bit of a unique recipe in that it doesn't have any eggs in it, and we also heat treat our flour. So uh, it it is safe to to consume raw, whereas your standard cookie dough that you would make, Um, there are some some bad things that that could potentially be in there, some harmful things that'll give you a tummy ache. So I was playing around with recipes and doing a good market research, and uh, in that I found there had been a lot of success overseas, particularly in in the US, uh, with the idea of of edible cookie dough. And um, so I thought I'd take the idea, run with it, and see if we can make it a thing in New Zealand. Ah, awesome. And how's how's the
0: journey been so far? Because you started Cookie Dough Collective as a side project, right? So. How's the tell me a little bit about your journey and how you started, why you started at it. Sure. So, uh,
1: yeah, it's been about uh, eighteen months or so since I initially launched the Cookie Dough Collective, Uh, and at the time, I was working a a full time role, a pretty challenging one, uh, where I was committing fifty or sixty hours a week, Um, and i I didn't feel a lot of passion or excitement in my role so uh, naturally I kind of looked elsewhere to see if I could um, find something that would get me excited and uh, I know it's maybe it's a bit far-fetched but the idea of um, you know bringing cookie dough to people this decadent treat that's a little bit fun and playful um, brings back these nostalgic memories um, i I really enjoy um the idea of bringing that that bit of joy to them. Um, And so I I just started chipping away at it on the side. And um, within the last six months now, uh, I I finished up in my role actually in in January. So uh, kind of leading into summer and then um, then since resigning, I've I've been able to dedicate a lot more time to it, um, Mm. which has been incredible and, and really helped the growth of the business obviously, because I had a lot more time to dedicate. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been really exciting and, and something new, a uh, fantastic challenge. Okay. Yeah. So, um,
0: I mean, I must say all your photography and your artwork. So I cr- obviously came across Kokuto Collective on Instagram and I just instantly yeah. fell in love. And I loved your little, even the little quarantine cards that you had done during lockdown. Like that was yeah. just so cute. Um, So do you feel like, uh, you know, now with Instagram coming on board and things like that, that... The dessert landscape in New Zealand. Oh, you've been here for kind of five years. Do you feel it's like changing? People are doing different things, more unique things. What What's your take on it?
1: Yeah, I think that um, that there's definitely some innovation in in the in the dessert scene and, and in the food uh, industry within New Zealand. Uh, there has to be. Um, I've always found it quite interesting. That Kiwis in particular, uh, they're they're very fond of their kind of classic Kiwi Kiwiana type um, products, which yeah. is great. And there's always going to be a spot in the food industry for Pavlova um, and Mr. Whippy. But um, you know, we're seeing we're starting to see these really cool ideas that are coming from overseas. Uh, one that that springs to mind is the the Hong Kong bubble waffles uh, oh, that yeah. you're seeing at the markets and. Um, and, you know, the donut craze that's just spread like wildfire um, and, and also in, in your savouries as well. So I think I was um, just before lockdown, I saw um, chicken and waffles on a, a menu yeah. in, in, in Auckland, which is a really you know classic Southern American style uh, breakfast. So yeah. we're starting to see these, these really cool um, different ideas pop up um, that are mostly coming from overseas. And, um, and I, you know, I feel like cookie dough is, is really one of those things that um, people will maybe initially kind of crinkle their nose and, and not be entirely sure what to do with the product. But um, once, they, once they put it in their mouth and they try it, um, I think quickly realizing that this could be you know, something that's um, really exciting and an alternative to, to the ice cream you know, that you're having after dinner. Yeah, definitely.
0: I mean, I know my first experience of having your cookie dough, um, and I fully intended when I got it off you was to make cookies from it. Yeah. Um, and then I was stuck on the motorway. And I was like, Oh, this thing was like burning a hole in my in the side of my car. And I was just like, I want to taste it, I want to taste it. So I was like, Oh, I'll just taste it. And before I knew it kind of like, had a quarter of the box. And I think in the end, me and between me and my husband, we pretty much had most of it just as it is and i think we got like three cookies yeah. out of it <laughs> and that was only because i was like oh my god i have to like bake some actual cookies because that's what i said i was gonna do so yeah
1: oh that's it's amazing to hear and that's the, that is the general feedback that we're getting from a lot of our customers is that um they buy it as a convenient product because it's extremely convenient to just um quickly whip up some some cookies in the oven uh, in less than 10 minutes, you've got, you know, your house smells amazing um, yeah. and you've got some, some great uh, cookies to, to eat with the kids or after dinner. But, um, yeah, a lot of people are just they're giving it a try because they can and um, really learning to love something that's a, a little bit different and maybe has been a bit of a forbidden fruit in the past. Um, yeah. So we're trying to just uh, expose people to that a little bit more uh, and help them understand that you know it can be can be a bit fun and, and it doesn't, it doesn't need to be stigma attached to eating raw cookie dough.
0: Yeah, definitely. And even cookies too, right? Like, I mean, there's such an underrated dessert. I mean, you see all these fancy cakes and pastries and stuff like that. But like, for me, I know if I'm on Queen Street, if I pass Mrs. Higgins cookies, like I have to buy a cookie. Like, it's just the aroma of just like a freshly baked cookie. There's nothing quite like it. So yeah, I think Cookies traditionally can be underrated, but um, you've had a spot there. Like, I love a good, soft, chewy cookie. So,
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, especially in a time like, um, you know, we are now um, in the midst of a pandemic, it's it's nice to just have a a dessert, um, a classic chocolate chip cookie that, you know, can just take you back and give you a few minutes to relax and forget about the craziness that's happening in the world.
0: Yeah, definitely. So tell me, I mean, most of your flavors that you have right now, they're quite traditional. So you've got your chocolate chip and stuff like that. Is there any plans of doing some kind of wacky flavors? You said that, you know, like kiwis are really into their kiwiana kind of stuff. So have you thought about maybe doing, I don't know, like a Rocky Road cookie or something, if
1: that's even a thing? Uh, well, we can make it a thing. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I. so when I initially launched... Uh, the product. I had an idea of you know having a, a massive menu, but quickly realized that I needed to start small. Uh, and it's you know especially at the early stages, uh, testing out the different products because our dough is so versatile. And you can you know some some of the flavors that we've tried are really great um, to eat just straight out of the tub, but they don't bake so well. Um, right. We were playing around with a marshmallow flavor that was just um, very challenging once you put it in the oven. So. Um we're definitely looking to expand and I'm keen to get, um, uh, you know, kind of a hokey pokey or um, or some of your more um, artisan flavors uh, like mac- macadamia nut and white chocolate and things like that. So we will um, continue to expand that and, and probably um, the plan, at least at this stage, is to have a rotating flavor. So we'll keep our classic chocolate chip and Oreo, which have been doing very well uh, and and have a rotating flavor and, and bring those back every now and again. Have a bit oh. of fun with it. Yeah, definitely.
0: So tell me, um, has it been like an easy process, like from idea to execution, like with, with getting started in food? I mean, you've obviously grown up around food, but you didn't have like a food background. So um, how's the process mm-hmm. been?
1: Uh, I was definitely uh, pretty naive when I when I entered into it. Um launching a business in itself and, you know, the administrative side of it um, is relatively straightforward in New Zealand. I think we're really lucky in that space. Um, but there are a lot of uh, hoops to jump through in, in the food industry and making sure that, you know, you're, you're producing it in a really safe environment. And it's got um, all of the proper labeling. And it is very complicated and has been uh, definitely a, a challenging road. Um, and, and for someone who has, um, you know, I've, I've been, I haven't had, as you said, uh, a lot of previous experience in this field, at least not formalized. So I've been um, finding ways to upskill myself, uh, doing courses on labeling requirements um, and, and food safe, of course. And every time um, a, a silver lining to, to the fact that we're all online. 100% of the time at the moment has been that there's been some really incredible webinars and um, and lots of information that's been um, been provided by uh, different food um, producers and and so that's been really helpful in, in keeping me up to date in, in what the food industry needs uh, and what I need to do for the for the cookie dough collective in order to make sure that we're safe and, and continue to have the success that we've been having.
0: Awesome, and um, yeah. how how's the lockdown been? Like, has it been hard? Has it been a welcome break? Have you been innovating in the kitchen, doing new cookie doughs? What have you been up to?
1: Oh, it's uh, it's been a roller coaster ride. <laughs> uh, <laughs> lockdown. It, it's really been an incredible gift, I have to say uh, in some ways, but there's definitely been some huge some challenges too. Uh, as far as a you know perspective from from the Cookie Go collective, um, it's really allowed me uh, some space to to have a bit of fun so I, I started baking bread again which obviously has nothing to do with cookie dough collective but <laughs> it's just something that i'm really passionate about so uh, and i think a lot of people have done that actually seems like a bit I of guess. crazy
0: if you go um, to the supermarket there's no flour anywhere so clearly everyone's everyone's yeah.
1: doing something <laughs> yeah and, uh, and and just having a bit of fun um, and and baking some different things because you know when you when you're making cookie dough 100% of the time um, it, it can get a little bit tedious, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it uh, you know out of it we've um, created and based on, on feedback from our customers, we've created uh, the cookie logs, which we just launched this week. Yeah, I saw really that. Exciting. I think saw that. It looks really exciting. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it just allows still still edible. So um, even though they're they're produced to bake um, and ready to bake, uh, literally you just need to unwrap them chop them up and put them in the oven Um, you can still eat them too which is something that we want to continue to stand by It's making sure that we've got a product that that is quite versatile too so so yeah just to answer your question circle back uh lockdown's been being fun and challenging and uh i think that as as everyone can probably attest to you know it's it's been uh it's been a really interesting time yeah (laughs) well that's good and i think something great that's
0: come out of this lockdown time is just um, you know the passion that people have now got around supporting you know local New Zealand businesses and you know there's this huge push to kind of um, use local food ordering platforms as compared to your Uber Eats and stuff like that which tends to just cut Mm. out on the margins and stuff like that I know you've recently signed up to one of these kind of platforms as well right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um Eat Local New Zealand is is one that we've we've organized ourselves with. So it's um it's being it's brand new, uh just launched uh, last week, but it has been compared to the likes of Uber Eats. So they've got some pretty good um shoes to fill. fill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh but it, it has as as you said, it's allowed uh some some businesses to enter the market very quickly um and to to um find a place where where we didn't have that local support before. So you know Uber Eats is a is a huge global company um, that takes 35% and for restaurants and, and small business owners, especially coming out of, of lockdown for four weeks, um, where you know we, we literally literally had to close our doors um, and, and had not no products moving, it's it's really challenging to continue to uh, work with those big businesses who take such a large cut, um, yeah. so it's really great to, um, for many New Zealanders and that they have taken uh, taken just even more initiative to support local. And people are are looking for that local product. They want to see it's New Zealand made. Uh, they they want to see that it's a small business, and yeah. um, and they feel a lot of pride in, in being able to uh, support and you know do do just something small um and know that your money is staying within the country um, it's a, it's a really interesting that um you know through all of this we've we've found it difficult um we found that that the the importing of goods um, can be ca- quite challenging um yeah. and we really need to band together as a community and as a country and make sure that we can be self-sufficient as much as possible uh, yeah. so i think that that's really where Coming from. So yeah, it's been it's been fantastic to have the support, and I think that uh, we will continue to hold that sense of community post pandemic and, and COVID nineteen. So uh, you know there is there is a silver lining to um, to the challenges that we're having at the moment.
0: And I think also, I mean, just around the innovation part. Um, I mean, obviously you were selling at farmers markets and things like that before, mm. but you have seen yourself jumping onto an online platform pre COVID. Like well, has this been has has this been a welcome kind of, you know, situation where basically you've been forced to now do this online because that's the only thing that's happening right now.
1: We had our online store prior to COVID nineteen, mm. so we were uh, shipping within Auckland okay. uh, and and part of the North Island, um, but unfortunately, uh, prior to COVID nineteen buying food uh, or particularly packaged food online uh, was, was not as common. So now that we've, we've seen people uh, recognize that as, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fine to do and, and everyone is doing it and we want to try and support that as much as possible. So that's kind of helped us get a bit more of a following online, which has been great. Um, prior to that, it was, you know, our marketing was at the farmer's market. Um, And and through social media platforms and through networking and and word of mouth. Uh, And now we've got these really cool Facebook groups uh, and and online platforms that are popping up that are um, just doing this amazing advertising for New Zealand local businesses, which is incredible.
0: Yeah. I just love the fact, like you said, the sense of community of just people bending together. And, you know, it's not, I mean, even businesses bending together. So it's not just like, Oh, your competition, you do desserts. Why should I partner up with you? It's more kind of like, yeah. let's grow the pie together, you know, rather than fight for pieces of the pie. So it's really mm-hmm. great. to see. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So now one of the most important questions of this podcast, how do you stay fit if you're making
1: cookies <laughs> for a living? <laughs> Oh, it's hard. It's it's definitely challenging you know, to to eat the biscuits when I make them in the kitchen. Um, well, I uh, one of um you know one of the, the ideas that I really stand behind, and, and I think that you know all of your listeners should take this into account as well. Um, I appreciate that you know cookie dough uh, and and chocolate chip cookies they're they're pretty sweet desserts, uh, and and so I I really believe in in having a good sense of balance in my life and I recommend that for everyone else as well um, you know I don't have cookie dough for breakfast as much as I would like to uh, and and I make sure that I get my exercise in and, um, and eat my vegetables uh, so <laughs> it, it is really just all about balance and um, and then being able to um, indulge every now and again in, in a little bit of cookie dough so yeah yeah I mean it's like you said I think also
0: when I tried it, it was really sweet so it's, it's really nice to have like the kind of one or two tablespoons but I don't think you can just kind of have the whole box anyways even if you wanted to um I mean well I could
1: if I tried <laughs> hard but <laughs> yeah I've definitely um eaten a good portion of it before <laughs> <laughs> so Cody what's
0: like your big dream for cookie dough collective I know you're obviously just like kind of five months into it full time and um, things are still innovating and new platforms coming up and things like that. But what's your big dream that you hope hope to see?
1: Well, you know, we've we've really switched gears. I think since um, since COVID nineteen has, has come into picture, um, we are still very adamant to get our product on the on the supermarket shelves, and we want to be able to be a recognised New Zealand brand and. and the other part of it is I want um, cookie dough to be a recognized dessert, something that, um, you know, something that, that people recognize as, as uh, a dessert that you can eat uh, after dinner. And it, it kind of sits on the shelf next to ice cream and um, and it's accepted uh, and, <laughs> and it's not a, a reject or an outcast. Yeah,
0: <laughs> not something you sneak when you're trying to make cookies, but it's a legit dessert. Yeah, that's a good goal. Exactly, exactly. So, tell me, what are your top tips for people make trying to make cookies at home? How would they, how should they go about making a perfectly chewy cookie?
1: So this, um, this took me a long time to to perfect, and I, I'm, I'm confident that we're there now with the cookie dough collective. But um, there was a lot of experimenting in the kitchen, which is. Um, one of the reasons that I love it so much, but um, really understand your ingredients, I guess, would be um, would be important. Um, appreciating that that baking is a science, and yep. uh, you know, if you change your ratios or you don't follow the recipe, then um, you're you're going to create a different cookie. Even something as simple as um, chilling the dough before putting it in the oven is yep. is really important to make sure that you you get that perfect cookie. Um, so our cookie dough, we, um, we actually don't use any white sugar in our cookie dough. Um, and that would be how I would recommend to, um, to, to tailor your recipe is okay. it gives it a bit more richness. Um, the molasses and the sugar really, um, yeah, brings out a, a unique taste in it. Um, whereas the white sugar will create a, a bit more of a, a, a crunchy cookie your brown sugar is going to create something that's okay. chewier and softer kind of like the subway style cookies that we were trying to aim for yeah. um and um and then again um uh, the yeah the other thing i would say is just making sure that you're chilling the dough before you put it in so we sell our product frozen um and so you can just pull it straight out of the freezer and um pop it on a baking tray and get it straight in the oven Cool. All this stuff is just making me want to buy one more box and <laughs>
0: dig into making some more cookies. Um. So, okay. Now, just before we wrap up, um, we're going to do like a quick five. So I want to know more about the kind of food you like to eat. So are you ready for the quick five section?
1: Sure. Sounds good. Let's do okay.
0: it. Cool. So if you were a vegetable, which one would you be?
1: I'd probably be a snap pea. Snap pool. interesting. <laughs> I uh, I know they're they're not everyone's favorite vegetable, but um, yeah, I'm I'm a big kind of hummus and veggies fan, so that's that's the the snack of my choice would be um hummus with the with some snap peas. Okay, nice. And if you were a cookie, what flavor would you be? Oh well, I'm gonna be boring and say chocolate chip. because oh. <laughs> you can't go wrong with chocolate chip.
0: Yeah, and I guess that's the balance part coming in, right? Like a little bit of chocolate and um, not just being overly chocolatey and sweet. So, (laughs)
1: Mm.
0: Okay, so one kitchen staple that you must have
1: in your pantry at all times? Uh, Flour. Flour. Yeah, so um, (laughs) being a baker, absolutely, I need to have some flour in the kitchen. I use it probably every day.
0: Okay, and um, one kind of kitchen utensil or like, you know, kitchen gadget that you must have in your kitchen
1: um well it's either a whisk or a spatula <laughs> okay
0: yeah I'm a big spatula person I don't know I don't like whisks it always like all the stuff just gets stuck
1: in and I feel like you're wasting half of it inside the whisk oh that that's where um you can lick the whisk just like you lick the spoon yeah yeah but if I started
0: looking the whisk then there wouldn't be much of baking going on down there because most of it would be stuck in the whisk there you go (laughs) cool and so just to finish off chewy
1: cookie or crispy cookie which one and why um well I again I'm I'm biased um I love the the cookies that our dough produces which is why I ended up on that recipe so it's a really nice chewy cookie uh, soft in the middle a little bit crispy on the outside yeah. um, and kind of nearly falls apart in your hands so I, I just think you need that moisture um, i don't um I, i'm lactose intolerant so i um I, I eat the vegan our vegan product um yeah. and and so i wouldn't have milk with my cookie anyway so i think that if you're going to do that you need to have a really soft chewy cookie um to really, you know, satisfy the craving
0: yeah me too i'm a chewy cookie person <laughs> yeah
1: it's cool. the only way to be
0: <laughs> all right katie it's been so fantastic having you on the show thank you once again for coming on and um, telling us all about cookie Do collective and um wishing you all the best and um hundreds and thousands of cookies in your future
1: absolutely and we'll need to get some more dough in the
0: freezer Sounds
1: like <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: all right take care thanks katie. so much Bye. bye-bye Thanks for listening to the Kiwi Foodcast, brought to you by Podcasts New Zealand. Be sure to listen in next time for another helping of Kiwi Food
1: Stories.